Hey, miserable beings, it's Alicia and Alexa. It's been a minute. Leave it to us to fuck off for two months. Well, well, well. On behalf of Leave It To Us, we would like to issue a formal apology for being absent for almost two months now. We've moved across the country. Alexa got a new job. We've left our trauma and relationship issues behind. And we're coming at you live from Vancouver. Vancouver, aka Vancouver. So we have a lot to talk about today. The last time you heard from us, we were coming back or had come back from Miami and Alexa had quit her job or aka got fired and we were in a bad state, but our hopes were that we were going to move to Vancouver and live our lives. So yeah, I got a new job, I would say April. That day that I got a new job, we decided we were going to move to the West Coast to Vancouver and we started looking for a new place. That was horrific. And that's, I would say, part of the reason why we didn't podcast for a month. We've been here for now two, two weeks, and we're thriving, and our misery meters are very low. So before we moved, there was a lot that happened beforehand. I was dealing with my mom, who has recently gone through a breakup with her boyfriend, and my own boyfriend going through a lot with his work and his business. So I was dealing with a lot of Debbie Downers that were in my close circle, and it was it was difficult. And Alexa was dealing with her mom. But also, like, my job situation, and I just needed a change. So we both packed up our bags and we moved across the country where we are in Cole Harbor, Vancouver, for people that know the area. But as soon as we got here, there were some issues. So our landlord is named... Tree. Our landlord is named Tree. Tree. A.K.A. Trey, because Alicia's probably going to say Trey. So we're going to call him Trey for the sake of the pod. So Trey is a very nice man, but very thorough and very formal. When we came with all our bags to the condo, he had a list on his phone of everything that he walked us through. And when I say everything, we mean everything. How to use the fridge, how to turn on the light, how to wipe your ass from front to back. We went through everything. And Alexa and I were obviously very tired, very overwhelmed, and we just wanted the onboarding to end. Fast forward to about three days later, everything is going fine, and I wake up. Debatable, but fine, but yes, continue. Fast forward to Saturday morning when I wake up at 2 a.m. with a throbbing tonsil. I can't swallow. I can't even open my mouth to look in the mirror. But I see one of my tonsils is inflamed with white specks. And any moms listening, anyone that knows anything about medicine or health, it was strep throat. So I was in bed for about three to four days. But when we got to our beds for the first time... We found out that the mattresses were probably 12 to 15 years old. So we didn't. lumpy? They were lumpy. They were a roller coaster vibe. Roller coaster vibe. It was giving six flags. Like, example, I I sleep in the middle of the bed and I noticed when I lay down, I rolled to one side because it was a fucking roller coaster. We demanded that Trey go to Costco and get us a mattress topper, which he did. We have a good three inch under us. And when he came to drop them off, I was obviously in bed, on my deathbed, and Trey came with a mask. With a mask, which he didn't the first couple of days where we saw him. And 
he said, oh, I'm not going to come in. I have a very bad cold to me. And I'm like, for fuck's sakes, he gave this bitch strep throat. Trey was sweating. Trey didn't yeah. look well. Yeah. So he think, was going through it. He was going through it. We were both going through it, and that is what bonded us. Mm-hmm. But now I'm better. Um, and this is the first weekend I actually have in Vancouver that I'm not doing anything. First weekend, I was out with sickness. Second weekend, I worked a promo gig, and now we're sitting and filming. And I just want to say that this whole entire process would not be as seamless and uh, healthy without our joint therapist, Liz. So shout out Liz and thank you. We just want to know we don't do it together, and she does not know we are friends. I don't even think I told you this. So I was giving an example of a story, and I have like code name or not code names, aliases for people. I use the name Abe um, for my boyfriend, but then like with friends, I use random names. Mm-hmm. So I think I was referring to you for something, or like a friend, and I was gave them a name, but then I didn't keep track of whose name was who. Like I needed to do a legend oh, to decode like this person is this person. So why you don't lie. Especially to your therapist, you're gonna fuck up. Obviously, she said something and she's like, Oh, so the friend you're moving with, I'm like, Alexa? And then I'm like, Wait, wait, Diana? And I don't think she caught it because we were kind of talking about multiple things, but it, it was definitely funny um, and it definitely made me nervous. <laughs> oh but okay, no, but she thinks I'm actually moving. Um, first week of July, because that's what I told her. Mm-hmm. Because you told her you. I didn't lie. Didn't See, lie. you lied. I lied, but I'm keeping the story. Um, and I think Alexa is like impatiently waiting for Liz to think that she's actually here. Because I have so much shit to tell her about being here, about being here, and boat daddy and everything. So we'll talk about that another day. Do you tell Liz more of your day to day things to deal with, or is it larger, deeper issues? Like when you start a session, are you like, I want to talk about my childhood trauma with? My mom. No, because that plays into, like, what's happening now. Right. Okay. But so, do you ever have, like, sessions where you're just doing, I don't want to say a workshop style, but... No, we haven't done that in a long time. You did that more at the beginning? Yeah. Do you think that you see being with her for long term? I mean, if we're staying here long term, we can. Yes, because we can only... Liz granted us a six-month extension. We can't have our therapist out of province for more than so many months. So, but I mean, honestly, I've had so many therapists in my life and I think she, I think the therapist I used to have, it was good to change things up because I think she would connect every problem that I came to her with, with a larger theme, which is obviously relevant, but I felt like she was just connecting puzzle pieces without actually listening Mm -hmm. and taking every instance as its own thing. Um, I wish I had a referral fee. I've referred so many people to Liz, but I think you're the only one that like actually sees her on a regular basis. She's like booked and busy, that bitch. She is booked and busy. I would love to, I would honestly love to get my MSW. She works from home. She can create her own schedule. I asked her for an appointment Friday at four. Oh, she goes, oh no, I don't do four o'clock on Friday. I'm like, same. (laughs) I feel like good brown. She's setting boundaries. (laughs) I'll take what I can get. If I have to wake up at fucking 6 a.m., I'll do it. Yeah. And another thing to mention is me and Alexa are working um, two time zones. So we work in EST, but we live in PST. Um, So for my mental health, I feel like that's affected me because I feel out of balance in terms of timing in a schedule, but not like I was really rigid with a schedule at home. Well, no, but the problem is I'm more of a morning person and you're not. For example, last night... I could not hang out past 9.30 because I was exhausted because I woke up at 5.30. 
And I was like, let's go out. Let's rage. I had two glasses of wine. I'll probably have anxiety the next day for drinking. Let's go all out. Let's make it worth, worth it. Do you get anxiety from drinking? No. Like, if you drank a lot and you woke up in the morning, it doesn't, like, you don't feel, like, off? No. Interesting. Unless I do something stupid that's very weird. No, like, more just, like, the alcohol and the toxins in no. your body. No? No. Interesting. I just, like, also just don't like being hungover, but that's not the situation. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Um, so let's talk about the ways in which we are trying to make money in the West Coast because cost of living isn't cheap and coming from paying no rent to paying rent, I mean, I almost am embarrassed to like complain because like we're fucking almost 30 and we were living at home. Like to me, that's embarrassing. No, but I, I don't know why you, why you think it's so embarrassing. It's not that bad. I don't think it's that bad. Well, I think it's more for you. But what I can tell you, though, are the benefits that we have seen already from moving out of our mom's home and living alone. And me and Alexa have made a list, and a lot of them are actually similar. So the first one is having free range of our home. When our parents are home or our moms are home, personally, my mom's energy, things she does, little details bother the fuck out of me. Same here, though, to be honest. So I just migrate to my room and that is my safe space that is my zen den yeah i just literally lock myself in my room and watch all the bravo shows out there does your mom ever say like hey why don't you hang out with me interesting my mom does my mom's like why don't you come watch tv with me we live like roommates your mom doesn't say stuff like that Mm -hmm. interesting um for me also being ocd and just anal cleaning the way i want um i'm very triggered by my mom's house and her clutter her trinkets her papers and being able to clean the kitchen that we are in the way that i want is like literally better than any vibrator i've ever had same but like different like if i were to clean i'd be judged for it in the sense i'm not doing it correctly or like to her liking so the fact that i can do that and no one actually she kind of makes comments to me so there's that but no one making any sort of comments or judging me doing it is very nice and i actually do love cleaning mm-hmm um for me the energy of being roped into family drama mm-hmm. both of us both of us both of us they, they are very dependent on us, and I feel like they're going to struggle without us there. I think it's more for me that I'm working for my home, and my mom doesn't work every day. Um, and then if my aunt calls her, she comes upstairs and tells me, oh, the drama with my aunt or with the family. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay, like I don't really care. Like Figure it out. Do whatever is my response. And then I hear the phone ring again. And it's just being around that energy and that... All the negative energy. Negative. It's too much. Not, it's not light. It's not cheap and cheerful. Yeah. It's almost like they over-communicate. Like, I told my mom, you shouldn't be talking to your family that much. And meaning it in a good way to have that distance. Because I know that, like, when you're bored and you don't want to focus on yourself, you can focus on others to fill that void. Anyways, that's another tangent. For me, especially, it's being able to distance myself from my mom's emotional state in the sense of her breakup and just being very vulnerable and don't get me wrong I don't want to sound like a bitch but having her figure that out and not necessarily feeling like I'm walking on eggshells with her and triggering her to cry or to be emotional because it was that and a mix of my own emotions that I just can't deal with like bitch I'm moving across the country I have my own shit that Mm -hmm. I'm working through Mm -hmm. like I don't need your 
Not like I don't need it. I just, I, with the, with the correct it's just, word it's just is a lot. I don't have the capacity for it. Yeah. I don't have the capacity. I can't, much. I can't take it on. For me, I like doing whatever I want without 20 fucking questions. If I'm going to winners or going to take the car or, you know, like just doing whatever I want without where are you going? Text me when you get there. It's just, I cannot, I cannot. The independence for me is lovely. Well, we are definitely thriving then in Vancouver. But shit's expensive. Like, even food's more expensive here. Gas is more expensive here. It's just, I don't know why it's so much more expensive. Other, like, from from Ontario. I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. And I know that um, cost of living is about the same, but jobs are... um, Job salaries are less in Vancouver than they are in Toronto, which is interesting as well. There's a lot of foreign money, a lot of Asian money here. So it's definitely not as multicultural as Toronto in the sense of having various cultures. I would say it's more white and Asian predominantly. Like when me and Alexa were here, last time it took us two days to find a black guy. And it was like, where are where's the culture? Where's yeah, the diversity? There's no culture. And like even for like restaurants, it's like it's not like that. It's literally Chain restaurants, sushi, really Asian. good sushi, Asian, and hardly any Italian, like not as many, there's not many Greek, like It's Indian. not as diverse. It's not as diverse, yeah, which is, I thought was pretty interesting. So back to my sources of money, I have no shame in the game of making a dollar. I will make a dollar any way possible, but I have put up dog walking signs around our condo. I've made them on Canva. I printed them out at Staples before we left and so far no takers, but we have met a lot of cute dogs in the building mm-hmm. um, where I've solicited myself. I've solicited myself at parks, at, cross, at crosswalks, not, not kidding. Um, given out my number. So hopefully that comes into fruition and we make a couple dollars because uh, it ain't cheap. People have taken your number down from the papers, the advertising, the flyers, the flyers. Yeah. yeah. My we media bias. It, we put, we put it in our building. Like I think I need to like collect all the people I gave their numbers to and do like a mailing list. Some marketing on Realistically, there's just one dog that has my heart that I want to walk. He's a mini Labrador, like yeah. a basic bitch Toronto dog. The cutest dog though. He was very sweet. So do you want to start with your misery yeah, meter? Sure. Um, yeah, my misery meter is a one. Wow. Yeah, I feel really good. New city, new job, new home. Um, I feel like I have the independence I've always wanted but never had. I feel like I have a job where I actually feel like this is a good fit. Mm -hmm. And there's no red flags. And I'm a month in. Obviously, I think I'll always have depression. But my depression is nowhere near what it was like a month ago. We're working out. Well, you more than me, but working out, we're walking every day, we're getting our steps in, and I feel like it's really healthy, and I feel like it's just a new me, and we love that, but I'm really happy right now. Oh, crying. (laughs) Can you cry on the pod? No. (laughs) I would say my misery meter is a three. I think just because I was sick, and I'm adjusting to looking for a new job still, and working my old job that I need to move on from. It doesn't make it as low as yours. For me, I always kind of have that independence 
at home, maybe more mm-hmm. so than you. So I don't really feel like that is different from my end. If anything, I feel less independent because I don't have a car here, which drives me insane. Um, and I'm just very used to driving every day. So that's like been an adjustment for me being a motherfucking city girl. But overall, I'm very happy to have escaped the drama at home as much as I love my family. It was good for me. And I think mm-hmm. it's going to make a lot of people realize in my close circle, especially on the family side, that just because I don't have a kid and aren't married, I'm still a fucking adult and you can't expect the things that I've done for you in the past to continue on. I feel like I was very generous with a lot of my family, giving them my time, my effort, and I'm not saying that I felt burnt out by that, but there was a big part of me that felt that it was taking um, advantage of. People were taking advantage of me in the sense of how much I would do for them. And I had a come to Jesus moment with Liz. I don't want to feel like people expect that of me. I want people to still appreciate me for the things I do and being generous and not saying, oh yeah, like Alicia will drive or oh yeah, Alicia will do this or Alicia can reschedule. And I felt like that was something that was really bothering me and I was starting to resent a lot of people in my life for that. So rant ended. Yeah, I'm, I'm at three and I think going home next week for my fucking Invisalign will be interesting to see how things go. I have anxiety about trying to fit everyone in and seeing and doing what I need to do, but that's but normal. But also, that's not like a prerequisite like that for you going home. But I have shit I have to do, so that's right. fine. Don't like stretch yourself too hard. No, and like have boundaries. If like I can't see this person, I'm sorry I can't see you. Like it, I have to do my, my own shit, so. Yeah. Anyways, followers, I hope you're as happy that you saw an upload of our podcast as we are to be back. Looking forward to a fun summer together on the mic and new adventures on the West Coast. As always, I'm Alicia. And I'm Alexa. Peace.